In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Gospel text is a familiar one. Great verses abound at every turn. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be yours as well. It's tempting to alight on one of these and then pour forth platitudes for all their worth. But there's something in the text that discourages this move. It's the final verse, verse 34. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Sufficient for the day is its moral badness, its evil. Somehow these words don't seem to fit. At first they seem to say, your circumstances are really tough. You don't need extra pressure, extra evil, extra moral badness from tomorrow. So don't worry about tomorrow while it is today. But that reading implies that you do worry as it limits your worrying to one day. Yet the whole text says don't worry about physical concerns at all. Now, what are we to make of this? If we dig a little deeper, we see that Jesus often changes things at the end of a set of sayings such as these. And not only does he do that, but he also gets more profound as he makes the change. A good example occurs in Luke chapter 5. No one puts new wine into old wineskins. If this is not so, the new wine will break the skins and it will spill out and the skins will be lost. But new wine ought to be put into new skins. And no one upon drinking old wine desires the new, for he says the old is good. I think this text switches things up on us in that final sentence, making the old wine a positive thing and saying that what is old, that is, what is more original with God's dealings with his people, the law, not the promise, a la Galatians 3, is really what is good and is embraced by those who really know. Well, just so it is in our gospel text for today. The last phrase is, sufficient for the day is its moral badness, its evil. That is to say, that which is bad in a day, it will surely come. But our text never describes the situations it's talking about, issues of food, issues of drink, issues of clothing, as something which is bad. They are not described as deprivations. They are simply characterized as facts. Therefore, the bad in this final verse must relate to us, 
more specifically, these words must mean that we are going to view the situations, the state of our food, the state of our drink, the state of our clothing, as deprivations. And as a result, we are going to react to them badly by worrying both tomorrow and today. Which means that this final verse is a damning indictment of the blackness of our hearts. It is similar to the little throwaway line later in the Sermon on the Mount that Martin Franzman, my sainted teacher, always said was the greatest proof of original sin. If you, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. Being evil isn't argued. It is assumed in a brief subordinate clause. So where does that leave us as we hear our text? In one of two places, I believe. On the level of our experience, it leaves us with admonitions. Don't worry. Seek first the kingdom of God. Keep your focus on the present day. And all of these admonitions are true. But on a deeper level, there is much more to be seen. The final verse would really say to us, but you will be overwhelmed by life. You will worry, fret, and doubt the goodness of our God. And when you do so worry, fret, and doubt, it is not right. It betrays a lack of faith. It betrays a lack of faith in him. On this deeper level, then, our text drives us to our Lord. It drives us to our Lord as everything does in the Sermon on the Mount. To Matthew 5, verse 20. Except your righteousness exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall surely not enter the kingdom of heaven. And where is this greater abounding righteousness? Jesus is, and Jesus has that righteousness for each and every one of us. Yes, you have that more abounding righteousness, sons and daughters of the King. But come and get that righteousness anew. Come, cover all the bad. Come right now and do that. Come to the table of our Lord. Amen.